Hello. Welcome to this presentation on extended argument analysis. This is part one and will serve to introduce you to the concept of what an argument is and how to evaluate and prepare one. I am Katie Borkman, facilitator for this learning object. But first, let's take a look at a hilarious classic skit called The Argument Clinic, a presentation that was done by the famous British comedy group called Monty Python. Listen very carefully to what one of the characters says about an argument. Is this the right one for an argument? I've told you once. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. I did. I didn't. I'm telling you I did. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry, is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? Oh, oh, just the five-minute one. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Now, let's get one thing quite clear. I most definitely told you. You did not. Yes, I did. You did not. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. No, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It is not. It is. You just contradicted me. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. No, 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 no. You did just no, then. No, no, nonsense. Oh, look, this is futile. No, it isn't. I came here for a good argument. No, you didn't. You came here for an argument. Well, an argument's not the same as contradiction. Can be? No, it can't. An argument is a connected series of statements to establish a definite proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It isn't just contradiction. Look, if I argue with you, I must take up a contradiction. In this skit, you've seen that the main arguer, played by Michael Palin, basically agrees with us that an argument consists largely of the following structure. The conclusion or main claim of an argument is supported by at least one to as many as three, if not more, premises. Basically, a reasonable definition for the purposes of critical thinking is that an argument offers logical support in a form of reasons or premises for a single main claim, and that claim is a conclusion of the argument. There are many ways you can go about evaluating an argument. You can take the position of arguing pro or con, that is, for and against a position or viewpoint. You can take the position of refuting an argument or refuting a counter-argument. You can provide and offer a comparison of alternatives. And of course you can evaluate evidence for a claim that is primarily the conclusion that you or someone else is trying to draw from a set of reasons. In argument analysis, you try to determine what the argument is trying to prove, and in evaluating an argumentative essay, basically what you do is follow these suggestions. Determine the main thesis or claim. That is basically the focus of the argument. Then determine what support is given in the form of reasons or premises for the claim. Here's an example. All whales are mammals. Premise 1. All mammals have rights. Premise 2. Therefore, all whales have rights. Now this is not necessarily meant to be an example of a good argument but it does illustrate a few important things, one of which is the argument pattern we call deduction. In a valid deductive argument, if the premises are true, then the conclusion must necessarily be true as well. So, if the premises all whales are mammals and all mammals have rights are both true, and it is a valid deductive argument, 
then the conclusion, all whales have rights, is also true. The second thing illustrated here is the idea that an argument basically provides premises or reasons or evidence for the main claim, and that main claim is the single statement that is drawn from the other claims that serve as premises or reasons in that specific argument. So, when you are assessing the merits of an argument, you will want to identify the evidence provided in behalf of the claim that someone is trying to put forward or advance. You begin by determining the reasons that are used in support of a conclusion, and, moreover, determine whether or not these reasons themselves might need further justification or substantiation. And this amounts to assessing the acceptability of the reasons given for the conclusion. This may take the form of appealing to an authority, doing further research on a good website, or for that matter, referring to an appropriate publication. Another very good idea is to identify responses that are likely objections to a claim that someone might be advancing. If the argument is a reasonable one, anticipating objections and offering counter-arguments to them will be tactics already employed in the development of the argument under evaluation. Sometimes an argument can end up being padded, that is, it will contain much information that is neither relevant nor essential to the support of the main claim. Of course, we do have an expression for this phenomenon. It is known as BS. I realize that this is one of the things you would rarely ever think that would end up in a finished argumentative essay, but a certain amount of fluff can get added intentionally or otherwise, and it is mostly a distraction. When evaluating your argument or the work of others, ask yourself, are the reasons offered themselves justified? Do you know other relevant reasons or arguments? Do the reasons offered justify belief in the claim or conclusion? To put it another way, and sum up this presentation, use what are referred to as the easy-to-remember ARG conditions. Acceptability. Are the reasons given in an argument credible? Do they fit in with background information? Do they seem on the face of it to be plausible? Relevance. Do the reasons provided actually directly relate to the main claim? Often what only appears to be a relevant reason may turn out to be unrelated to the intended conclusion of an argument. Grounding. This refers to the logical structure of an argument. Have the reasons or premises provided logical support for the conclusion inductively, deductively, or in some other way? Your critical thinking instructor or textbook is a good reference with regard to argument structure and logical grounding. This is the end of Part 1. In Part 2, you'll learn actually how to develop your own argument according to critical thinking parameters. Now, you may take the self-test. A link to an interactive self-test on this module will be made available in your Seaport portal. Thank you for joining me.